0: Expect to learn a new way. Each week, you'll hear trainings, listen in on mini coaching sessions from people on your same path, and learn from other guest professionals. I'm so glad you've joined me. Hey there! Welcome back to the Align Nutrition Podcast. Today, we are talking about perfectionism and food healing. Why am I talking about this? This episode is for you if you turn everything that you do into a perfectionistic project. Everything you need to do, it needs to be the best, or you always need to be improving, or you need to hit the mark. And you know, it's like really not a bad quality. It's really not. When we look at perfectionism, it is something that can really serve us well. It's well-intentioned. We're just trying to be our best. For some of us, it was a survival mechanism. It was to help us really just get by and be okay. So there's no shame in being a perfectionist. There's just a line that I want to draw here. There's a difference between striving for excellence and wanting to be your best. Perfectionism is pathological. It says you are not worthy if you don't get it perfectly. Perfectionism and shame are best friends. You are shameful if you don't do it right. And the way I see this show up with food healing is several different ways. You're probably relating to some of what I've been saying. I've been talking about it with my community members and my clients. They feel it too. And basically, it's kind of trying to look at what led you to wanting to be quote unquote really good at food or be healthy or be the good eater, or virtuous person. Like It's such an innocent reason that we get led into this. And so then when we're trying to heal our relationship to food, we're coming out on the other side. We get stuck as well. We're trying to turn it into, I must hit this right. I must do it in this way. And so I want to give you guys some examples today and some strategies that you can use to. Make sure that you're trying to do your best at healing your relationship with food, but you're not setting yourself up in a way that it's going to feel hopeless and frustrating the whole way like perfectionism can do for us. So with healing your relationship to food, it is really rooted in flexibility and spontaneity and being present. And so when we're in a perfectionistic mentality or dealing with perfectionism, we want structure, we want certainty, we want to know the right way to do it. We want a series of steps. So what we need to do is take a look at our expectations and what we're working on with food and try to inject spontaneity, inject flexibility. And that will help us as we move through this. So maybe something that's well-intentioned, but a tad rigid, might be saying something like, I will work out every day. And again, this is coming from a good place. You're like, when I work out every day, I feel awesome. I feel the muscle tension from sitting in my job, release. I get out of my house for a minute. I get into my body. It feels great, right? So you want to do it every day. And then life happens and you don't and you beat yourself up. So a way you could shift that a bit is to say, I will be consistent with exercise, but if life gets in the way, I'll get back at it. So we're still saying the same thing. We're still rooted in the same intention, but we've just built from some flexibility in for life. Another example is I'll never eat when I'm not hungry. So when you start to heal your relationship with food and you're really feeling hunger, you're acknowledging that you're answering it and you're starting to satisfy hunger and heal your relationship with food, it feels great. And you're like, oh my gosh, I hate eating till I'm really full. I hate eating when I'm not hungry. It's really unsatisfying. Again, super well-intentioned. It's just that you might be out to dinner with friends and be talking and not realize that you ate too much. Or you might be eating a food that you haven't eaten in a long time. And so it's really hard for you to stop eating it at first. Another example might be if you are really stressed about a presentation that you have and you're not quite hungry. But you definitely need to eat a little something so that you're not low on energy before this presentation. So, what we could say instead is it doesn't feel good to eat when I'm not hungry, but it's okay to eat for other reasons sometimes. It's going to happen, it's okay. Another example is I'll never feel bad about my body. This is coming from an amazing place as well because you're starting to appreciate your body, you're starting to feed it, you're starting to listen to it. But it's a bit rigid, and that even people who've healed their relationship with food or didn't have issues in the first place, very rare subset of people, we might still have bad body image days or moments where we're just not feeling so great about ourselves. And that's okay. It doesn't mean we're not getting better. So instead, you might say, it's normal to have negative body image days, but they don't last as long, and I have skills to carry me through them. Such a shift, right? So you're going to miss the mark with eating and hunger sometimes. Even people who, again, don't struggle are going to have times when they might eat past fullness or have unsatisfying meals. When you're thinking about, for the most part, you're thinking about things you do on a regular basis, your day-to-day, but it's going to be imperfect. And the big picture is what matters. So trying to keep your lens wide when you're thinking about Healing your relationship to food, and then the other thing, the last thing I'll say about this is that life, emotions, circumstances will dictate our mood, thought, and feelings. These will flex and flow beyond our control, and it's not the presence of negative thoughts or thoughts that feel you feel like are taking you backwards and healing your relationship to food, or a difficult breakup that you might have gone through and you feel worse and disconnected than before it happened. It's more about how you can flex and flow with them and how you bounce back, how you respond and what your expectations are surrounding them. So for the most part, I want you to think about that. How can you take a look at your day-to-day things you're getting frustrated with yourself about, things you're trying to change? Is there a way that you can interject for the most part, spontaneity, if you feel like life is messing up? Your plans, then we have it backwards, right? So, how do you respond? How do you react? How do you connect to your intention? How do you stay wide and keep focused on the big picture? I hope this is a helpful discussion for you. I released this episode today because as we head into the holidays, there's a lot of spontaneity, a lot of, for the most part, things that are going to be coming up. And I want you to be prepared. If you feel like you want more support and specific strategies that get more personalized, definitely consider joining realign community. We are always welcoming new members through the end of the year, and we will be here for you. I hope you have a wonderful day and I will talk to you next time. Thanks to you for listening. Find me on Instagram at Align Nutrition. Let me know if you like this or if you have other topics or ideas for the podcast. I love hearing from you. If you've gotten something out of this, help us reach more people who need this message by subscribing in your podcast app. A nice rating and review also helps us reach more people and is so appreciated. I hope you enjoyed this episode and until next time.